This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. He's just a hack. He's just an absolute hack. And he gets his ass kicked by his teammates every week. It's just, you know, it's terrible. It's just terrible. Welcome back to Hack City. Joe DeLeon, Sean Anderson, two former college football players from the University of Rhode Island here to preview FCS Week 8. Sean, I don't, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. Last time we went to South Dakota... I came back two days later, deathly ill, go to South Dakota this year, come back two days later, starting to feel sick. I, are we just alert? You're also sick, by the way. You're also sick. You got me you sick. Got, I didn't get you sick. You put it's, me in an we ice were box. Around, I can't, I don't have the energy to yell. I just don't. I, I gotcha. We, brother, I gotcha. Get you sick. Just because we made you, the You had me cold. sleeping on the outdoors, basically. And I, I get you. A hot hotel room is awful. And you always want to ice down the hotel room. But when you keep it iced down for like 48 hours with no no breathing it's room, I'm the kind of sick in the, in, the, in the bed. That doesn't get you sick. Grow some thicker skin then. You're it, telling me it, I'm sick and I went to South Dakota. I can't handle a new environment with different pollen and flora and fauna. And it irritated my nose. Uh, God, uh, God forbid. I, God forbid I try to you. have a... God, At least I can blame it on you. That's a cowardly move. And I'm trying to have a little fun here, you know, saying that it happens both time we, we we went. I got sick. Did you get sick the first time? I don't know. Probably. I think you did. I think we both were sick the first time. I don't. My point is, is I don't know what they have floating around in South South Dakota, I, but they've got something much stronger than anything that we've ever encountered. I think we also don't do ourselves any favors by critically damaging our immune systems on the first night there i think that takes a yeah. bit of a toll and then the saturday 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 recovery day uh never goes as planned either so no. i you know what you know what i think it is i think it was that smoky ass basement that we were eating eating that i was eating a reuben in and i was just chomping on smoke messing up my 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 breathing track that maybe track, that's what it was whatever it was N- not the fact that we shook hands with way too many people to keep track and probably did not wipe or wash our hands the entire day. Definitely. That's definitely not. That's that. it. That's you. I was washing my hands. I wa- I actually wash my hands plenty. I doubt that. What? You keep your thin ice. Pal. Seriously thin ice. Speaking of thin ice, I'm on thin ice with, with bet online because I'm not winning as much as I'd like to be 
Uh, can you share with our listeners a quick word from our sponsor? Speaking of bet online, I'll talk about bet online right now. Your transitions have just become so lazy. It's a Texas showdown in the postseason. Bet online is your number one source for all your ba- baseball wagering info with up to the minute stats, news, scores, and matchup breakdowns. Get the latest game odds, spreads, and totals for the NFL and college football at your fingertips with bet online's real time updates on t- statistics, news, and odds. Here's what I would bet on. The Phillies not losing another game in the postseason. They look like a wagon, and I think they're really going to do it all. And we're all rooting for the Phillies. We all know they're going to get a championship, make everybody happy. Shut Head up. To the website today. What, what did I do wrong there? You know what you're doing. Head to the website today. Well, you had to do it with old Nats players anyways, so, you know. I kind of will chalk that as a W. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Don't forget to use promo code BLEAV, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. You don't deserve this Phillies team, Joe. You don't deserve them because you don't care. Uh, when I, when, when I have been watching. Won, when the Nats won and we were in college, I was basically naked running through the streets yelling. I couldn't I didn't hear myself. You, a word from you about the Nats until they made the World Series. You didn't. You didn't say. You didn't say a peep. And then suddenly you're on the couch watching the game late, and it's it's suddenly the focus of your attention. I don't. I don't want to hear a goddamn thing. I don't want to hear anything. Wiling. If you think that, oh my goodness, you don't deserve that team. You don't deserve the way they've been hitting the ball and raking. All right. Today we're talking about Furman versus Western Carolina, and we're talking about Montana State versus Sac State. So, Sean, we have with this matchup, I think we've already established who Western Carolina is. I think we've already figured out who they are. They've already been tested a little bit by maybe some of the teams that they've played weren't as good as we thought they were coming into the season, like Eastern Kentucky and Samford. But we kind of have a sense of who they are. And even if they're without Desmond Reed, who had an injury against Chattanooga, they're coming off the bye don't know what the deal is there. But a banged-up running back is never a good thing to have when he's most of your offensive output. They're playing uh, playing with a Furman team that hasn't been tested. And a lot of the games that they've played so far this season have been close. But we can agree that both these teams are well-matched, and anyone can come out with this victory in this game. I don't, I don't think that there has been a, a lot of... A lot of conversation that Western Carolina is just going to boat race them. And I think that that is a little bit of an aggressive assumption. I like Western Carolina to win this game, but for it to be assumed as a blowout, I think is a, a little bit a little bit aggressive. I would say so. I, I haven't seen the discourse about Western Carolina beating Furman. Furman's got a really good There's a one. lot of it. There's a lot of well, it. I, 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 people, you know what? People maybe commenting on my stuff. They're like, I think like the oh, feed, we're going to find out about Furman this week. Western Carolina is going to put up some points on them. The algorithms might be algorithming thanks to Heath and the Catamount crew. Wait, uh, by the way, by the way, no, I have to, up. I'm getting soft. I have to say this. Heath has been nice over the past couple of weeks. I will give him a little bit. I will give him some credit. He invited us to go to the game. Obviously, logistically, that would have been really hard to do back to back weeks. But uh, when some, when people are nice after they were a-holes, I, I will, I will concede that Heath has been a nice guy the past couple of weeks. I Thank think, you, Heath. I think I will make a similar concession and acknowledge that after, uh, the jackassery uh, of, of being upset about polls, you kind of get to see who people really are. Uh, and then once you give them their way, then they're nice to you. That's a good point. <laughs> so, but he's uh, coming around on me is my point. Regardless, it's getting better. I think Rack started similarly to me. 
at the beginning. No, because Rack was full bit all the way through. For which, Rack I was... which was I don't know which was worse <laughs> at the beginning. No, 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 I no. I don't no, know no, which no, was no, worse, no. Rack's bit or or Heath's uh, uh, complaining. I just don't know which was. At Rack's the still listener number one. By the way, more reason to believe that Chris Hammond is Rack after this I, week. By the way, I saw that is telling. Continue what you were saying. Sorry, like we were talking about the game, man. Um, yeah, Western Carolina, you kind of got to be ready. This uh, Tyler Huff's a good quarterback when he's passing. He made some weird decisions versus Stanford, and he needs to hold on to the ball better. Uh, he put the ball on the ground when he was taking a sack. It was a weird play. I actually caught uh, or, or watched through a good amount of this Furman Sanford game. Uh, when he's got time, he's good. When he's on the move, he's good. But additionally, running the ball. He's he's a one-two punch with him and Dominic Roberto. Uh, yeah. Roberto's a I, I, at times I'm watching this and I'm like just feed the big man, feed the big man. He can move, he can move the chains, and he does really high on Roberto. Uh, 18 carries, 128 yards, one touchdown last week. It he got them the win. Sanford played really hard in that weird stadium with all the construction going on, and Furman still pulled it out. So you got to be ready for them. Uh, Western Carolina cannot take them lightly. So it's we we have a if Desmond Reed plays, we have a very interesting combination of Cole Gonzalez, Reed, and then Huff and Roberto uh, going at it, and seeing which one-two punch can really do it. Right. So I I have a feeling there's a possibility that this is kind of like the Chattanooga game where there's maybe not a whole lot of defense going on. Maybe which is weird to say. Because there was a pick six in that game, I think, or there was there was a very critical pick that happened at the end of the game. My memory is escaping me at this moment. There wasn't a lot of defense. It was 52-50. It was a, a bloodbath of points. Not saying it gets up to there, but our focus is on the offensive players because Cole Gonzalez has been one of the best quarterbacks in the country so far this year. I'm just a little wary as sometimes we see when running backs are unavailable or aren't as fully available, what that does for the passing game. Because that threat of having to deal with that running back who's getting wide open rushing lanes, who's really well schemed up, you know, I, I'm, I don't really know if Gonzalez, how he's going to play without that because we haven't been exposed to that so far this season. So that's one main thing that I'm paying really close attention to. Ken Huff, as you're saying, who probably a little bit better of a runner than he is a passer. Some random Furman dude's going to come. I would agree. You've never watched Tyler Huff before. You don't know what you're talking about, but he's throwing the amount of picks that he does from time to time. He's a better runner than he is a passer. But him and Roberto, if they can kind of grind this thing out, they're that type of team that – They're both big bodies also. Right. It's a, they're the I don't think tough, a ton, I, I, tough. Huff gets knocked out of the game very easily. No. Running, he, what, he's fine running at the linebackers. What I was getting at here is Furman, based on their offensive output, they're better than they look on paper. They're the type of team that tries to keep your offense off the field, just grind it out, put the points on the board, let the defense play, and then just hope that you're up at the end of the game. They're not like Western Carolina that's trying to blow you out of the water and put up as many touchdowns as possible. And that's not a bad that's not a bad move for Furman because uh, you're looking at Furman, you're saying – Ah, is there a wide receiver or tight end that consistently we can we can go to, or do we just need to be methodical? And you got to be methodical, and they've done it, and it's worked, and you can't complain about it. That's how I that's how I see it. If it's working, why are you complaining? I, I understand. I mean, I complain every time Desmond Ritter's on the field, even if he throws a first down. So I get it. I get it. I understand the sports fans. 
brain and mindset. Mm. Uh, but from this perspective, they keep winning games. You're doing okay. And I think keeping Western Carolina's offense off the field is the best game plan. It genuinely is the best if you want to win the game. I will say, and this is in support of Western Carolina, but might come off as a dig. Um, mm. Desmond Reed, to me, isn't the type of running back that if he's unavailable or gets less touches, that it will negatively impact the rushing game. Branson Adams has been the second guy. He's gotten the second most touches. But I watched a little bit of Desmond Reed. I was breaking down his tape from a draft perspective because I was trying to see what all the hype was about. I and mean, he's a good football player. He's a good FCS running back. I just don't know if there is such a drastic talent difference between him and Adams and the rest of the available running backs. I What I'm getting at here is Reed is going to be in that conversation for the Walter Payton. He's done some amazing things. But it is a very well-schemed offense. There are a lot of really wide open lanes, like crazy, stupid, wide open lanes. That means he got a really good offensive coordinator, which they do. So I, I'm I'm not really they, too worried. I think they have a decent offensive line also. I, I, I think they do. They, it might, I don't know if it was the Joe Moore Award or one of the awards uh, gave their pancake of the week to, I think, yeah. Tyler Smith as left tackle. It's one of the biggest people I've ever seen. And it might have just been the film and the camera shifted on the TV. Because why would anybody ever submit the actual TV film to uh to, to uh, as a video? But right, right. He's a he is a hoss and a half, and he he put a Chattanooga player through the stand up barriers, and, and and that's just one play. But if the offensive line has that mentality, that's not fun for Furman. That is not a fun day for Furman, especially since the big boys had a week off last week. Um, I still stand by my take that Western Carolina feels like a a create a team. Uh, the fact that one of their best offensive linemen's name is Tyler Smith. Damn. He's six, eight. I told you he was a hoss and a half. You could just see it. God, you could just see it. His, his profile picture. He looks 30. I, oh my uh, easy God. Joe. We don't want to be, we don't want to talk about players as former players and what they might look like. Cause that would be uh that would not be good. We might be making fun of them. Okay, by the way, before yeah. we do, we're gonna we're gonna transition to Montana State Sac State. Just careful. I I have to make a comment about this. Some there's this one idiot Montana fan who who's the he's like the only guy that I respond to the negative comments that he makes because he's being a dick. If you're too stupid to realize that Sean and I try to have fun on this show and say a lot of things satirically, and you don't understand what satire is. And you don't understand that we're just trying to have fun doing this show. Don't fucking listen. Like I, I, I was unbelievably dumbfounded by the interaction that I had with this idiot who's just hounding us for our Montana. Montana God for Montana fan, and it, it's either satirical, tongue in cheek, or it's the stupidest, most blunt, uh, idiotic conversation you'll ever endure. And that's how we like it because we. That's how me and Joe operate. All right, Montana State, yeah. Sac State. To talk about this game, they haven't had Tommy Malott for a few weeks. They did, I believe, get him back last week against Cal Poly, trying to get that rotation with him and Chambers back to what it was. They still have had a bit of a pickup in the rushing game from Jared White, who's had some strong performances so far this year. They are going up against the Sac State team that has been good, but when faced with a top program when they played Idaho, they lost. Caden Bennett has been a star at the quarterback position and Marcus Fulcher 
has been in and out of the lineup, but still I stand by him being one of the best running backs in the FCS. Your thoughts on this game, Sean? Yeah, this is, we're down to the most fun stretch of the big sky right now. Everyone's starting to play everybody uh, and it's good. It's fun. And Sacramento state still being in the hunt this year is good because it was either last year or the year before where they just kind of snuck up and you're like, Oh my God, they're nine and three. And now it is Sac state. We know and acknowledge and are tracking and they're fun and they are not a team that you can just take lightly. You, 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 you'd be happy sneaking out with a win against Sac state. You don't want to, if you're Montana state, you want to go in and just win the game, play, run the ball hard, and then throw the ball a couple times, have some open receivers, scheme it up. Their scheme is very fun, very good. It's going to be a great game, uh, but Sac State will just try to be – they play their own brand of football consistently, and they're going up against a team that plays their own brand also. We're not going against copycat teams that just do whatever, uh, whatever the, the, the flavor of the day is. They've been building this. They've been crafting, and now we get to see two of the the prime top of the top, at least for most of the season for me, teams going at it. Give me all of it. Oh, what is it, 1030 at night also? on set? Oh, come is on. Is it? Oh, That's come awesome. On. Come on. So it, 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 it got the, I think it got the ESPN, didn't it? Wait. Oh, boy. Hold on. Wait, let me, let me check. Let me don't check. You, let me check. Don't you dare. Don't you Talk. dare. To talk about this game, though, I look, they both have offensive playmakers. They're both just such stylistically different programs. Yeah, it's on ESPN2. It's on ESPN2. Hell effing fire. Yes. Up. That's awesome. What a nightcap. Um, what a. Uh, yeah, what you a come back stumbling home from the bar and you're like, Montana State's playing Sac State. And it's oh, the fourth in. quarter. I got to check in with my people and make sure they got cable because I will not be at my crib this weekend. Uh, oh, yes, that is right. You're going to be, be a, a bowling, bowling green, green. If there are any bowling uh, green listeners, why would they I be? Seriously doubt that there I, are. I, I, I agree. Look, I'm in projecting this game. I'm hung up on the result of what happened when Montana State went Montana State played South Dakota State. Seeing how good South Dakota State was in person, and some people still kind of doubting it, and I stand by it, that is the best team far and away in the country. That is a G5 football team. That is going to be the hardest team to beat. Maybe someone upsets them. Maybe that's somehow possible. That is the best team. And having watched Montana State, South Dakota State, and how freaking close that game was, and how Montana State almost won that game if it wasn't for a guy being out of bounds, Montana State's not too far behind them. And our national championship is going to be decided between these two teams. I think that Sac State is a good football program and there are going to be a top 10 football program at the end of the season. But to see the physicality on both sides of the football, their defense that has been led by Brody Grebe, I'm probably mispronouncing that and I apologize if I am. For them to play the way that they have so far this year, I just think it is going to be a Herculean task to pull out this victory and to win against Montana state. Did you see what Bill Connolly from ESPN has been doing this year? Have you been tracking this at all? No. Uh, so I guess he's got some mathematical formula and he goes for every team playing in the United States, all 665 through uh, week eight or week seven, whatever it is going into week eight. 
South Dakota State sitting at 29 of every single team. He's got Montana State at 66. South Dakota State, number one in FCS, Montana, Montana State, number two. So there needs to be some respect on that Montana State program for being that yeah. good. And they're both ahead of, like, I don't know, Cal, BYU, uh, Virginia Tech, uh, and then then South Dakota State, obviously. I mean, they, they're, they, they're just in a, in a huge league, uh, league of their own right now in the FCS. They are executing, and their deficiencies are minimal. Uh, and it's being reflected nationally. I thought that was actually pretty cool. Uh, check out uh, ESPN underscore Bill C if you want to check out where your FCS program is ranked. Rhode Island's in like the 160s. I think. Jeez. RIP. All right. I think that's a good note to wrap us. Or we have FCS admits. I shut up. Let me talk. God. Idiot. I was about to say that. <laughs> That's a good note to wrap. Let me let me say that before the, final the, segment. I, okay, you. I'm running on fumes here. I'm running on fumes. Be better. Uh, get some. Geez. Get some. Get some. You, stop st- stepping on me while I'm talking. How about you do that? FC estimates. Oh, let's go to this segment where where Sean is 39 and 34. I don't and believe that. And you know why I needed to get to go it? Because I don't think you're numbers. doing it right now. You, you hide the numbers. You delete the numbers. I don't delete yes, the numbers. You do. They're in the revisions. It's not hard to find. You know who you picked every single week. How come you just put what I have? I don't see Joe from the last week. It just says Sean. You deleted it. You deleted it, you dick. (coughs) I I don't delete delete anything. No, we can look at the revisions. We got the damn show sheet czar over here. Yeah, wait. It says that. That's disgusting. Pardon me if you saw that. That I was seven and three this past week, though. That was what my record was. I was seven and three because I mean I'm we so picked sure. I'm so sure. we picked mostly opposites, so it ma- kind of makes sense that the difference is it should seven be. and three, three and seven. You is use, it not? You use you use language like it kind of makes sense. Not this is how the math was. Lafayette, Holy Cross, you can start tallying these. Do you have the doc? Come in here before I come in here. Tally them. I encourage you to. Lafayette, Holy Cross. Holy Cross. Lafayette's good this year, but I'm going to go with Holy Cross. Harvard, Princeton. Cares. Harvard. <laughs> Relax. Uh, I'm going to go with Princeton. I think that uh, Harvard's going to get caught up on. Monmouth, Elon. I'm going with Monmouth. Joe is dumb. Give me Elon. You're a hater. Furman, Western Carolina. I am taking Furman. Uh, I'll go ahead, Joe. Western Carolina. Hmm. All everyone's gonna be, everyone's gonna be reading the clippings, reading the news clippings. Montana State, Sac State. Here's what I know: if you're the loudest, Joe's gonna listen to you. Montana State. No, no, that's not how I operate. Montana State as well. Towson, William and Mary. William and Mary. (laughs) Um, I also take William and Mary. Incarnate Word, North Dakota. Yeah, it's super tricky. Uh, just going with a, a gut of a North Dakota. I, I It's just it's super tricky. I don't care if I lose this one. They're both good teams. My gut feeling on this one that it is going to be incarnate word. Eastern Washington, Weber State. Oh, God, disappointment bowl. Eastern Washington. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, Eastern I, Washington. I actually, I actually almost wrote you, but then I realized no, <laughs> I just, it just would look like Ewu. So that, that sucks. Austin P. Southern Utah. Give me Southern Utah. Bad pick. Give me Austin. If you P can't go then... to college, you go to P. Oh, I forgot this bit. I forgot that you can't pick Austin P for whatever reason. So I forgot I need to keep doing that. Yeah, yeah. Wofford Mercer. I'll go with Mercer. I think I 
might have trashed him a little bit earlier in the uh, in the week, but Mercer's you know better than Wofford. Yeah, I'm going to take uh, Mercer as well. At Joe DeLeon at Sanderson Radio, hit that subscribe button. We'll be back. Enjoy the rest of your week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.